0: Welcome to our community of abundance-minded entrepreneurs. Join us as we meet people who believe that there is enough prosperity for everyone in the world, that collaboration is better than competition, and people who have chosen to master their own destinies as entrepreneurs. When I say community, I mean it. Our guests are here because they want to meet you. So be sure to take advantage of their invitation to connect at the end of the interview. Now let's meet another abundance-minded entrepreneur. Hello and welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse, the guy who knows a guy. That's me. Our guest is Renee Piani. She is a very, very interesting what she does for me um, because she connects people for love, friendship, and business. So she is both a networker and also a relationship coach, teaching people to come together. And of course, they're both forms of relationships. So it seems like a natural fit but not things that often go together. So Renee, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm I'm so we networked on a networking event and mm-hmm. here we are and your enthusiasm for what you do really it ties in with a little twist. So yeah. I'm just here to give you some of my tips because when people are going down a relationship valley that isn't making them feel so great sometimes they they're not and they're not all fully present to network because they get down and out so i help them Absolutely. to get back in the game back in the yep. game
0: that's great and and by amazing coincidence i just interviewed frank for the episode uh two hours ago
1: Oh so frank Egan runs
0: the networking hub which is where we met so that's right um, small world we so love you
1: frank. we love it
0: <laughs> so you ran one of the, was it the first or one of the first rapid now, dating events?
1: I I was the pioneer with my partner back in 2001 for the first rapid dating in the country. And wow. it got copied very quickly. We were in 16 cities and we had, we trained people to run them in different cities and I'd fly in, do the media and help people to connect for love. And then I started using it for business as well. So I had rapid networking and rapid dating events. And I did uh, the networking ones for business um, conferences and helped people to prepare before they network because a lot of people are not great at talking about who they are in a quick way. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've probably had people on about that. How do you talk about yourself and how do you make the other person feel connected even if it's not a connection, I always say, you know, people go, well, I already know I don't need a financial planner. And out of, you know, who would think I would need a, you know, maybe people say, oh, well, you don't need a financial planner, but financial planners end up sending all of their divorced clients who are going uh-huh. through financial disaster to me. So you never know who you're going to meet that could connect you like you, the guy who knows a guy, but mm-hmm. now they are the guy that knows a girl that does that kind yeah. of, but not in the same way.
0: Well, and, and what you're saying is right on because I, I I have a little bias um, when I meet with the people in the in the common commodity fields, financial advisors, realtors, right. account uh, mm-hmm. not much accountants uh, uh, insurance agents, mortgage brokers, because you go to a BNI group or networking groups, and they're interchangeable. Yeah, their right. their they're six second commercial is the same. It just changed the name out in the company out. And I was introduced to someone who who's a financial advisor. Who I met with, and I'm like, "Why am I meeting with a financial advisor?" And then in the course of the call, it turned out that there was some value I could provide to him. There's some. There's an app I'm an ambassador for that'd be valuable for him to be on. There's some people that he might connect me with. I'm trying working on uh, on helping my wife with something. She he may have a connection for her. So right. it was still. It was a very good, you know, a very good meeting. In spite of the fact that on paper I'm like, "Why am I meeting with this person?" But it was an introduction. So if somebody introduces me, I. I give them the benefit of the doubt and take that meeting and, and it usually does tend to work out. So, you know, you're totally right to not prejudge. And the key thing is, well, I don't need to buy one of those. It's not about buying and selling at the table.
1: No, you're right. And even us, when you met me, you're like, well, you said, oh, I, I want to have you on my guest. And then you thought, well, maybe, do I really need her on my podcast? But when we talked, we had that great conversation and we found, wow, this might be helpful for the people that listen to your podcast Because all relationships really are, whether they're romantic or friendship or business, Mm -hmm. they really do enhance your life and help you to actually get more business as you give your services with heart. And I think that's what you have that I really like, like your passion for it to me is what is missing in some People, could, they call and they'll go, hey, can I be on your podcast? It's like they don't have that enthusiasm, that <laughs> spirit that I want. Like, woo, You know, that's what people always say about me. You know, you're a little out there. But it's the passion that you have to help people meet. it's the same thing in a different way in my world. So yeah. it's really fun.
0: Yeah, I hate when people say I'm a little out there because I'm going to be out there. I'm going to be way out there. I don't just want to be a little out there. I want to be a
1: lot out there. <laughs> so
0: so, so uh, I, I imagine that that COVID had some uh, effect on your your live speed networking, rapid networking activities?
1: It was unbelievably crazy, but I turned it, you know, into a win where I had flirting classes online. I Mm. have, you know, helping people that are single learn how to flirt. And so many people, actually other companies hired me to do my event for their groups of people Mm. that were depressed, uh, that weren't meeting anyone. And I've helped a lot of people with their profiles online. To enhance their connections and then help them, you know, put it spread it everywhere so that they're getting you know connections without having to physically meet. And it, it actually it changed the way I was doing business, just like everyone else. And you know, you have to keep that mindset of oh my god, how am I going to do this this way? And I'm um, actually, it's leading me into doing all of this virtually because it's easier, but it's not quite as fun as meeting somebody in person. I like the energy of a person. You can tell I'm a body language expert. You mm-hmm. can always tell when somebody wants to meet me or they're afraid of me. And it's like, God, you don't need to be afraid. I don't bite, you know? <laughs> um, Cause I'm like one of those, hello people, you know? And, uh, and a lot of people get scared off by oh, yeah. energy, yeah. you know, energy. And you have that same vibe, you know, you have all this vibrant energy.
0: Scaring people you, off. Yeah, totally true. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. Vibrant energy. Yes. <laughs> so, so you're talking yeah. about, uh, you know, dating profiles and, and it, there's a lot of parallels between, between how people interact on dating sites, how they interact on, on networking sites That's right. and they, they do it wrong the same way too. The, yes. the vague profile doesn't show who you are and coming straight at you. The, yeah. would you like to see a, would you like to see my pricing sheet, um, yeah. or the dating site equivalent, um, where there's people on there who are showing their <clears throat> pricing sheet to everyone. Oh, yeah, they
1: I, 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 I you wouldn't believe the pricing sheets that I see mm-hmm. women, you know, basically um, naked pricing sheets recently are happening on the dating sites. It's it's not. Mm-hmm. Here's my picture. It's like, here's my body parts. And it is quite shocking. Um, but younger generation is dating that way. The older generation is just like, what? I, You know, mm-hmm. so it's, it is really um, when you think of the nationalities that are dating the age groups. And the generational dating—it has been fascinating because I did events for 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and up, and I worked with thousands of people. It was like a study of the human condition and the actual, um, you know, uh, the family cultures of different cultures. So it mm-hmm. was fascinating, fascinating.
0: So, so what are some of the what are some of the the most unexpected, and interesting things you learned in that?
1: Well, I think the different age ranges have different expectations. You know, the uh, the women that are in their 40s and 50s, you know, it's it's but they are a little more guarded because of being hurt over and mm-hmm. over or divorced. So there's walls that get built up. And then you have the different cultural um, you know, areas that people are in and if, you know, whether they're Jewish or the religions. So I try to formulate some of the events, Um, you know, we had a Jewish one. We did one at a big Jewish synagogue. There was a thousand people there. It was like herding cattle, having them to, and, and it was, I got, I got asked to do things in different uh, Chinese culture. It was, it was just all the different cultures and the way that they date is, is pretty fascinating. Hmm, And um, actually people from all of the Indian culture too, because now the younger generations are fighting against their tradition In some Mm -hmm. Indian cultures where they get matched with somebody and that's it. They get married and they don't even know the person. So there's a lot of the younger generations are fighting the old tradition. Mm -hmm. And then there's the people that are reinventing again after divorce that are shell shocked at how dating is now. So that's what I help them to get into the dating world in their age group. And help them to market and brand themselves in a way that is appropriate without all of the appendages being exchanged. <laughs> and um, a lot of people have fa- – I've helped thousands of people find their soulmates. And that's yeah. what I do all day. It's fun. It's a so, lot so, of
0: fun. So when you find people who are, are – have you had the chance to talk to people who are um, sharing their pricing sheets? Um, and like, like why do they do that?
1: It's a whole world. I mean, there's a whole polyamory world. There's, Mm -hmm. you know, people that are swapping. I mean, there, so it's more the younger generation that does that, I think. Um, And then a lot of fantasy, you know, men that are reinventing, women that are reinventing, they get into these fantasy websites that have all of that. So Mm. it just depends. Um, It's, it's pretty shocking what's out there. Um,
0: But, but I mean, if some, when someone's on, on what, or even, you know Facebook and whatnot. When they send those inappropriate approaches, what are they thinking when they're doing that? Do they think it's going to work? They, it, well,
1: if they're they looking for sex, that's like here's my card, and they figure, and this is the way dating is. If you send out ten penis pictures, you might get one buyer. You know, so uh, I had a guy at, at one of my events. He was this big Texas guy, a big Texas hat. He was smoking cigars in Beverly Hills, and he his first question was. I like to F-U-C-K. Like, what do you like to do for fun? That's what I like to do. And I saw these women popping up and running to the bar. And I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And Like, you need to talk to him. He's rude, right? So I went over to this man and I said, you're using up words and I'd really like you not to do that. And he goes, well, I want to talk to the owner. And And I said, so why are you doing this? And he goes, well, I figure if I ask 25 women if they like to do that, that the odds are that someone might say yes. And at the end of the night, he met a woman and they left together. I couldn't believe it. I mean, so it's like ask and it shall be given, but you don't do it in public. You do it in private. Yeah. And there are a lot of people that are into it. And I personally am not. Um, but I have a lot of clients that call me and they say, you know, I went on this tender. I was on this site, this site. And then all mm-hmm. of a sudden this happened and it's disgusting. And I'm like, well, you just have to just, you know, block them out, just block them out. Um, and in your profile writing, whether you're networking or business, it's all the words you use that the algorithms match you. Mm -hmm. So if you put I'm a hot sexual woman and love, you know, quick fixes, you're going to get the results of what you write. Mm. So it's very important for you to be clear on what you're writing And in business, you know, it's like a guy that knows a guy, you know, girl that knows a guy. Mm -hmm. So I see it a lot and a lot of women are mortified about it and men too. Um, Men get hit. This is the thing that's happening currently is a lot of cheating is going on during COVID. It's been this big thing all over the news because people are sending pictures of other, you know, they're married or whatever and they get pictures sent and it gets them into a web of darkness. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of blackmail going on too. Oh, interesting. So okay. it's not a good idea if somebody sends you pictures to respond, uh, because you could get blackmailed. So you got to yeah. be careful.
0: Interesting. Yeah, yeah this is definitely a complex, complex thing. But but I, I think it's the other thing I, I know in in the business world, I, I don't do much much flirting these days. Um, but in business, I'll people send me you know the message on on LinkedIn where it's just straight to the you know are you looking to hire a VA in the Philippines? Yeah. And and I'll often respond with, "Does this work well for you?" And I'm sure it's that approach. You send this out to 25 people, 50 people. One is going to say, oh, yeah, I am. But that with a slight tweak, a slight bit of engagement, that could be one in 10 instead of one in 50. Mm-hmm. If you engage, like, like you know, the the guy with the hat, it's entirely possible there was some woman who would have been happy to leave with him, but she needed 30 seconds of conversation before getting to that topic.
1: Yeah, that's true. You know, like people... But when, when I was at the events, it's actually very interesting to watch as you do at networking events. I, I've run hundreds of networking events, hundreds of speed dating, and I could see people actually have a physical body. You would tell by their body language that they weren't open mm-hmm. or they were open, right? And, you, and it was just so interesting. I saw people fall madly in love with each other across the table, I'd be like with my partner, we'd have 50 tables of two people. And I'd go table number two is having a match. Just watch, you know, and we would pick out people that would end up picking each other. And it was very interesting. So it, it it's actually it was like a study of, of body language and the way that people present themselves. And that's the same thing in networking. When you're doing mm-hmm. this type of networking, that's why they say it's important to have a good background. It's important to present yourself well and that people can't see us right now, but I got all dressed up for you today. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: I appreciate it.
1: And, you know, I was like, Hey, if people are going to see me, I want to make sure, you know, I'm a love designer. I design homes. I take people shopping. I help people to present their themselves. So if they are like a gentleman, I, I do a lot of bachelor makeovers on houses and it is so much fun to help a person build their confidence in where they live and how they present themselves. And that's one of the things I love to do. And it's really fun for me. It's really, it's a joy still for me to do. It's a joy after 30 years, I've been doing this a very long time.
0: Wow. Very long time. Yeah. And I, I, I think as you would say with the, with the body language that making the connections. um, So, so you, you've done a lot of work in the, the five minute connection space um, romantically and, and professionally. So what are some keys to making a good impression in the 300 seconds you have?
1: I would say, first of all, the way you, before you go to an event, um, many times when I had events, I had food. So people would work all day and not eat. And then they'd get there and have a drink and not eat and they'd get a little buzz. So it's like, make sure you eat before you go make sure you're wearing something that represents who you are, whether it's in business or if you're a casual person, depending on what, but people would show up in sneakers and, you know, like they were going to hike or something. So present yourself the way that you want to be remembered, you know, and Mm. also to be prepared with your pitch, you know, so that you're not boring anyone. You want to Just say, yeah, well, I've been in, you know, the finance field for many years. I help people save their money and I'm here to make new connections for love, too. You know, so you're really condensing what you do in a short period of time and then ask good questions and Mm -hmm. have interest because you never know, even if if people would walk into the rooms for the dating and they would scan, the men especially, they would scan and they say, there's only two women here that I want to meet and I don't want to meet any of the other women. And I said, don't you realize that even if you meet a woman that you're not attracted to, you guys might have something in common and she could introduce you to somebody great. It's just like the same thing with you.
0: Mm-hmm. You might
1: meet somebody and you think, oh, I don't know what I could do with Renee Bianchi because I'm not really in that matchmaking field or whatever. But maybe, you know, somebody in the future that could say, oh, my God, I'm going through a divorce and I don't know what to do next. I'm scared. Call Renee. Right. So that's what people do. So I always say, well, I might not be the right person for you. But, you know, I know somebody that loves football. I'm not a football fan, but my girlfriend would think you were cute. And that that's me. Like when men would go out with me and I knew I wasn't a match for them, I said, I think I have somebody for you and I want to share you because you're a nice guy, but you're not my guy. But I'm going to mm-hmm. fix you up with Barbara. And I did that many, many times. So it's all about you just staying open and going with an open mind and not judging the packaging as much as you're judging you know, you're, you're connecting with who that person is soul to soul. And it's you have to give people a chance. You have to give people a chance. Yeah, and, I, if I, you, and if you go to talk to them, like you said, you might not think, oh, when you called me, you're like, I don't even know why I'm talking to you. And then once we got talking, we're like, wow, this would be fun. You know, this would yeah. be fun. Because I would love to be able to send people your way that are looking for business connections. And you never know. You could get a client from me, from them watching us.
0: Mm-hmm. Entirely possible, and yeah. yeah, there's a few things you said that were that uh, that were interesting. Well, one thing I, I like that, that idea of you know you're on a date; it's not they're a nice person, they're just not your person, and referring them on. Yeah, and and that's what the great thing I find in the in the networking space is most meetings I have, I like to make one connection from it or right. you know one introduction off of that, mm-hmm. and it's something always um I'll use a big word I say appals appals me about the the job. the the hiring world, uh, corporate hiring world, is that it's the opposite of that, where you go in for the interview and they say, we'll get back to you, and then they don't, as opposed to if I, and I, I don't know if there's HR reasons for this or rules or regulations or whatever, but it seems like a lot of the time, you know if they're not a fit, and you should be able to say, I don't think you're a fit here, but I tell you what, I like what you're doing. I know a guy down the road, he's looking for someone like you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, if you don't mind, I'll forward your resume along. Like mm-hmm. I, and, and again, I think there's, I, I'm sure, some HR person listening and just just had a, a panic attack when I said that. So like, oh my god, <laughs> the <descript>, fair fair <laughs> law, the like equity laws, or what? But the irony is, th- these rules are to make things better for employees, and they make them worse mm-hmm. because they're afraid to say anything, and make introductions. But in the networking space, in the entrepreneurial space, and in the romantic space, in all these spaces there aren't regulations thank God so if we meet someone and and yeah it basically because what I do my business is introductions there's no one for me everyone is passing through to other connections so mm-hmm. it, it's it's who you know who is for you now that we're meeting mm-hmm. um and and you know in the romantic context I think that's a that's a fascinating concept um, and you're also talking about um Uh, Asking questions and trying to get to know them Um, because I know like I can explain what I do with my business in two or three sentences, but if I was trying to date, I'm not sure I could, I would necessarily even know what angle to put those two or three sentences on. Um, So if you're coming up with your speed dating elevator pitch, um, what would you recommend are the first, you know, first words out of your mouth when you meet someone at a speed dating table?
1: Well, I mean in my books I have two books, one for men and and the other for both. It's all about knowing your values and what you what makes you happy. So, mm-hmm. I always I used to say to guys, what do you like to do for fun? Was my one and then my second question was tell me about your heritage and your family because I'm mm-hmm. a family girl. I'm Italian and and in my family we like to celebrate. So I say tell me about your family and how you grew up and they go, "Oh god, I grew up in Chicago. My parents are very conservative, you know, and I said, well, well, when you, do you go, do you celebrate holidays and stuff with your family? Oh no, I'm not close to my family at all. Done. Not the guy (laughs) for me. Right. Because I come from this huge, like soprano catering family where we celebrated every party, every person's graduation was like a wedding. You know, my dad was a caterer. So I grew up connecting people at events. So Mm -hmm. I was like, and then I said, are you jealous? Are you the jealous type? And the guy go, well, I don't like the girl that I go out with, you know, talking to people when I go out. I said, well, you're not the guy for me. You know, I mean, I'm a people person. So you need to know yourself so well. And that's why my book, I Get Real About Love, I'm showing it on camera. I can't see it. It's, it says the secrets to opening your heart to find true love is about knowing yourself yeah. and knowing what makes you happy and then so the people I would say the first thing they would say would say well I know you're single but when was the last relationship you had And I was like that is not what to ask So before the event I would always hand out a paper that said these are some mm-hmm. typical questions What do you like to do when you're on your time off um, why you know what career what's your career and why did you choose it so you can see what, if they like their career mm-hmm. or not Tell me a little bit about where you grew up. Um, and your family and, um, you know, or, and, you know, what, like, what's your favorite uh, um, place to travel, like Mm -hmm. things so you can kind of see where they're at, you know, and, and people would just instantly, I like, what do you like to do for fun? What do you like to do when you're off and have fun? Because I'm here to date and I want to have fun with somebody. Well, I'm a golfer, tennis player. I want, like one guy I met, he said to me the first thing, I'm a triathlete. And I'm gone every weekend because I'm doing triathlons around the world. And although he was a stud muffin and very handsome and we had a lot of chemistry, I said to him, I will never see you because I, you know, you're going to be gone all the time and I don't want to get involved with somebody that I can't ever see. And I just met, I just ran into him and it's been like 20 years ago and he got married to a triathlete and they broke up because it was just too much. They were both traveling in different places and he said it's really hard for him to find women. I said you're going to have to be with somebody that's sort of on the same, you know, roadmap that you're. on. someone can travel with him. Yeah, or that's travel cool. with him.
0: That's his. Well, it's match.
1: fun yeah. one time or two times, but after that, you're sitting all day waiting for him to, you know, swim 26 miles, bike, you know, for three days, and it's just not as fun as it seems. So know thyself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Get or, your, or you know, if he met a writer, she travels with him. She's writing her book in her laptop while he's yeah. running around, and you know that. that well, there's there is, there is
1: possibilities, but yeah. Yeah. some people don't have the time, you know. Oh, yeah. To you know, but, so but it's no, all I, about I timing. I, yeah. it's all about communication about what. Yeah, no, I, I love pretend, how you that. Don't pretend that you're a triathlete when you're dating a triathlete. There's just yes. no pretending, you know. Yeah, like,
0: definitely. Honestly, answer the questions. I, I so so I was laughing because I was I was thinking like if we ever sat down table together, that would be like a two minute meet you have time to go to the bar like what do you do for fun i don't know i like work all the time family yeah i think i have some Uh, so (laughs) (laughs) like not your match but um which is just as well that we've we're both matched so we're good Uh, but i what i really appreciate is that is your answer to what should you say when you sit down at the table is my answer to what do you do in a networking meeting which is ask questions yeah um I, I always tell people when they're like, How do I describe what do I say? What I well if it doesn't end with a question, you if it doesn't end with a question mark, it's probably not the thing to say. Yeah. You know, gently. You have to interview be interested
1: them. in the person that's yep. sitting across from you and not judge if they say, Well, I'm a financial planner and you know, uh, and, they, and they say they might be boring. The other thing is listen to your own voice. This is what I I always tell people, have you ever heard yourself do a pitch on yourself? Do you have a nice voice? Mm. Are you boring? You know, and some of the guys, they'd be like, yeah, I'm an attorney and I've been in the business for 30 years. And you see the woman like half falling asleep or vice versa, or I just got divorced and that son of a bitch, I'm taking him to the cleaners, you know? So you got to watch what you're thinking because it could come out of your mouth and give a bad first impression because the first impression is a lasting impression. So you want to come across as confident and fun and uh, yeah, even with networking. I love to work with people and many of them are heartbroken. And I say, well, I can guarantee that I can help you get through this hump so that you can feel that feeling again of confidence to go back out there because they haven't done it in 20 years. They're very scared. So there is a whole new dating world and networking world and mm-hmm. people still aren't comfortable. I mean, we go on these, I would met you on, on these events. And many people are really savvy, short, quick introductions. And it really makes a difference instead of stumbling, you know, in their introduction. So it's very important for you to practice it. Practice your pitch. Yes.
0: So, so we have that 25 minutes went by in like 30 seconds somehow. It's like you're, you're, you're good at this. You've had some practice. Um,
1: Yes. I've been doing this a long time. I love it.
0: (laughs) So for those who are listening, um, Who are the people in the audience who you want to say, I need to talk to Renee? In other words, more importantly, who are the people, Renee, that you want to reach out to you who are in our audience?
1: Well, anyone that's gone through either a heartbreak or a transition in the relationship and maybe gone through divorce, a lot of people, when they are deciding to get divorced, they're like, I'm done, but they're not thinking about the steps and how they might affect their financial um, challenges that are going to come about. So it's Mm. like a strategy plan for that and how to get back into action once you you know are going through you know a separation or divorce it's very heartfelt men especially are more sensitive about it than women because we have these little troops and tribes of mm-hmm. support groups it's very important for you to supply, to find a support person or group and i have those i you know i teach classes on it so anyone going through a heartbreak or wanting to find love because you're you're new and you're ready to get out there, um, but really having a clear vision of what you want. I teach vision board classes. So anybody that's ready to reinvent and, mm-hmm. and get have a new goal and the steps on how to get there. You have to get real about who you are and then look at your vision, look at what you have to offer and how you present it, so I love doing that and helping people to feel confident when they do get back in the dating game. And that's what I do pretty much all day long. <laughs> and okay. it is super rewarding. It is so rewarding. when I Like there was a couple that just contacted me today. I met a guy on a plane. He was going, I could tell something was wrong with him. And I said, are you okay? You look so sad. And he told me he had broken up with someone. And I said, you know, that person was not appointed for you. So learn the lesson. So I handed him my book. And he ended up getting falling in love. And they just sent me, um, well, they got married, invited me to the wedding, and it was during COVID. And then now they just got pregnant. So I have hundreds of success stories of people who have gone through really terrible breakups. So that's usually who calls me or people that are reinventing their love lives and they need you don't want to talk to their family and friends. You need a confidant that's going to help you rather than going, "That son of a gun. Yep. You can never trust anybody again. You need to get advice from somebody that can tell you, hey, I, I know what I'm doing. And I, I myself got hurt um, quite a few times. And I can give you the process to heal and go and reinvent your life and have your goals come true, your dreams and your goals come true.
0: Very good. I love it. And so how can those folks get in touch with you?
1: All you have to do is go to my website at r-e-n-e-e-p-i-a-n-e.com. I guess you can put that in the notes. I will put it in the And feel free, they can contact me. Like we contacted each other for a consultation to meet up and see how we can support I can support you. It's just my name, renepiani.com uh, forward slash contact. And I will be happy to contact you and talk to you for 20 minutes to see what your situation is. Everybody tells me, they go, you know, Renee, I'm in a situation. So whatever situation you're in, whether it's a heartbreak or you're the one that wants to go and you don't know how to break up, I can teach you that and help you to reinvent and get back in the game of love. So I'm here to help and inspire you never to give up because love is possible for anyone, any age. You know, I got married when I was a little older and people were always shocked. You got married at that age. Oh my God. So there's reasons uh, that you hold back from love and I can help you to unwind them and move forward with faith in yourself and faith in love.
0: That's a good place to, to wrap it up there. Faith in love. I like that. So people can contact you at reneepiani.com slash contact. And so thank you so much. This has been great. And it's been, it's always fun talking about anything in the relationship world, whether it's business or romantic, because that's kind of my jam, Mostly the business these days, but I've done both in my time. So thank and you so party. much for being on the show.
1: People need you to, they need to learn how to network. They, mm-hmm. they they need you to help them network like they need me. And it's very important for you to go to these type of things. And maybe they can meet us on Frank's free networking too. And maybe you could put the link in because that's how we met and- yep. That You never know who you're going to meet, even just one special person like you, Michael. And I really appreciate you bringing me on something that wouldn't normally be your topic, but it's very important because you do spread a lot of good cheer and love and great connections with people. And I appreciate you allowing me to share my passion with your audience.
0: Well, I appreciate you sharing it. Thank you.
1: All right. Have a wonderful day. And I'm looking forward to connecting with anyone who feels the connection with me.
0: This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhonowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people, in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect, -connect jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.